College basketball fans, welcome back to the College Ball Show. He's Marshall, I'm Chris, and we're here to talk some good old NCAA brackets, baby. Lots of nuggets to be given out. I've been using that uh, term for a while. A couple of my friends that I've known for a long time always, you know, catch me for some nuggets. Pause. Um, we're gonna we're gonna break it all down. We're going Seth Myers on it. We're gonna pick all fucking upsets. Fuck it. We're gonna redo it. It's Seth Myers slash O'Reilly. Okay. Anyway, as you can see, I'm excited. Uh, we are going to, you know, we'll, we'll brush upon what happened this weekend. We did get some, you know, title games. I'll tell you what, I got to admit, like, some of the top games, some of them were good. A lot of them, eh, not so much. Some of them kind of looked like it was going to be a blowout, then a team caught back up. Um, like that Purdue-Penn State where you're like, huh, are they, uh, no, forget it. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about it, but obviously we got to break down the first two rounds. And, yes, we're talking first two rounds. We do not count what happens on Tuesday and Wednesday as a round, okay? First round games, that's just all part of the first round. We're still old school. We're not, and I don't want to add 96 teams, okay? That, call me a freaking party pooper, okay? But anyway, we'll break it all down here on the College Ball Show. If this is your first time listening to the College Ball Show, welcome. It streams live right here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash rope radio You don't have to go to Blog Talk and rope dope and download the show there. It'd be cool if you did. Um, you can find this year College Ball Show under the rope dope radio platform on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Google Podcasts, Spricker, Stitcher, TuneIn, and a host of other places. While you're at it, why don't you head on over to thegruelingtruth.com in Sports News 24. One more thing. Get your TV together without the hassle of cable. Um, stream the best entertainment in sports, starting with 75 live channels. For a limited time, save $120 over the first year when you get any package and buy the direct TV streaming device. No annual contracts, no hidden fees. Plus, learn how to get premium channels included for uh, the first three months with qualifying packages. Sign up today. That's Direct TV Stream. Okay. I'll tell you what. I always uh, you gotta love this. You gotta love this time, and uh, it's just uh, it's always fun. It's always fun. A lot of. Uh, a lot of people like a lot of different things throughout the year, right? Uh, we always say the regular season for college football, um, you know, is is the best. It's hands down for the regular season. And for postseason, you can't beat March Madness, baby. No, this is the best time of the year, um, especially the first four days. One of the days is going to be crazy. Hopefully, maybe two out of the four first days. It's um, <clears throat> it's a lot of fun. I think this year might even be more fun just because as we were looking through the brackets, like there's a lot of parity this year. Like when we were discussing which was the hardest and easiest bracket, it's hard to do this year because a lot of teams really evenly match. And normally it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, this team's got the easiest team as the toughest. It's normally been a, a pretty – quick decision this year I was like legit like uh we kind of had to go back and forth a handful of times like well I think this one I think this one and I'm not sure so man we're gonna have a very very enjoyable tournament um I am sad that my uh baby blue Carolina didn't make it but they had a down year and they didn't deserve to so I'll, I'll still be happy from last year's run and they took a year off I'm assuming they'll they be didn't better deserve next to make year. it or they didn't deserve to have a bad year no, or they they out. didn't they didn't deserve to be in the tournament. You know, they were. Right? I heard that they were number one coming in. Though, is that true that they were the number one team ranked coming in preseason? Is that a fact or no? Yeah, yeah, they were. Huh. I know. Interesting. Weird. So yeah, but uh, I'll, I'll survive, and I'm actually going to be surrounded by a bunch of Duke fans this year who all remind that we beat them last year <laughs> and it mattered. So that'll be very enjoyable on my uh, vacation this uh, uh, shortly happening in a few days. So, yes, we, we got a fun bracket, brother. It's, it's a lot of opening, or I should say it's a very a wide-open tournament. So I can't wait to enjoy it, man, over the next handful of weeks. 
And for some reason, I could not get that queued up properly when I was trying to say it, but I had to play it just in case, okay? Had Amen. to do it. Um, I know that a lot of people think that's Christmas. Uh, I got news for you, buddy. Um, so, yeah, obviously, you know, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time, you know, on what happened. Like I said, I got to admit, the last three weeks of college, the regular season college basketball with the buzzer beaters and this and that and all sorts of shit, that was more exciting than what we got. Like I said, the Purdue game with Penn State tightened up at the end, no doubt. But Purdue kind of felt like they had, a, you know, enough of a margin to win that game, credit to, you know, the Nittany Lions just in general on the season, but also almost coming back and winning that damn game. Um, you know, Bama just walked over A&M. Memphis did upset um, Houston. Uh, you know, that whole, you know, kind of back to the wall, let's let's get a higher ranking type thing. Um, Arizona did beat Ookla. Ookla kind of shorthanded. That's uh, two times in a row now. Um, A&M, or not A&M, Jesus Christ. Uh, Texas beats Kansas, just smokes them. Uh, but, you know, they're, they're – some of this stuff just, you know, um, Marquette, you know, handled Xavier. I got to admit, like, there were some fun games in there. I'm definitely not saying that that wasn't the case, you know. But there just wasn't that um, drama. The Marquette-UConn game, actually both Marquette's last two games were good, um, you know. I don't know. You know, it's just one of those things where I'm not going to sit up here and be like, dude, that was crazy. You know, even like Xavier Creighton, I was like, oh, this could be a good matchup. Oh, 82 to 60 or whatever the fuck it was. You know what I mean? So it was, uh, I guess we were just so spoiled down the stretch of the season with these damn uh, buzzer beaters that it was almost like, well, to be honest with you, it had an NBA, you know, rest vibe this year. I got to admit, because actually some key players missed uh, some time there. And, and, and I don't know. Well, what do you think, though, overall? Like I said, there were some good games. Don't get me wrong. Um, but, yeah, it just it didn't quite, you know, didn't quite have me amazed, let's say. Yeah, and <clears throat> I think part of that, too, is, like, sometimes the motivation angle is not necessarily as high. Um, it could be tired legs. I actually remember last year the Big East Championship was kind of like a blowout because one of the team's legs were shot. And you could argue, I mean, those the games leading up until the Big East uh, Championship were pretty good, but, of course, a team might have tired legs. So I guess it doesn't surprise me that, you know, and again, KU, like they can still easily win the tournament. I know they didn't look their best against Kansas, but was that game going to make or break their season? Like, no. Like, it, you know, it is what it is. So, you're right. Well, I think we could have had a little more of an enjoyable Saturday, but again, I we're gonna we're gonna be spoiled here for the next handful of weeks. So um, yeah, and, and all those teams, all those teams, their seedings for those good teams, their seedings weren't affected terribly too much by what happened. So yeah, maybe it was a little bit of a, a, a lackluster Saturday for complete drama. But again, uh, KU, Texas, and all. Uh, Marquette, you kind of think they're going to be making a name for themselves, and it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Um, and like I said, I mean, shit, you know, we, we we were getting spoiled there the whole year, especially down the stretch where we literally had like five uh, buzzer beaters. You know, the women, the women were getting into it too. There's a bunch of uh, buzzer beaters as well. So, um, you know, uh, it's. This is usually the time that we talk about the Big East Tournament and how it's still awesome and it's a great league, but it, it just there's just something about it, it to me, and maybe I'm just old, which I am, but the conference championships without the 1,800 teams in the Big, Ten, Big East a chunk of years back, it just still doesn't have – it's just different. It's like there's even some East Coast, like actual East Coast, East Coast teams that aren't even in there anymore. Like I said, this has nothing to do with the Big East. I got them slated as the second-best conference this year, okay? So it has nothing True. to do with that. But even in Madison Square Garden, there's not the East Coast people there. There just isn't. You can tell by the crowd. 
it's like a, a boxing event in Japan. It's like everybody's sitting on their, you know, sitting on their hands and shit, you know? Yeah. It's just different. It's a different vibe. It just doesn't have the same vibe. I'm talking about the conference tournament. That's it. And uh, the Big East, we've said it for years. They did a great job of saying, hey, we are a basketball tournament or we are a basketball conference. Let's salvage that and let's make a quality league. And they did. But uh, it's still that vibe where I'm like, man, I just missed that. I remember working at multiple bars and we'd have the screens down. And that Friday and Saturday night, those semifinals and finals, I mean, you would get just the craziest shit happen. And, uh, you know, some of it is just guard play, right? Where it's sure. five seconds left on the clock. Kemba's walking it down. You know what I mean? So, some of it is just that, too, where there's just those moments where you're just like, oh, shit. You know, so I think I think it's some of that, too, and it's just that New York vibe of the point guards running shit and winning the games for him or losing the games, whatever, and Syracuse making that run and that wacky, like, God, what was it, uh, six game, I think it was 14 years ago, six overtimes, Syracuse-UConn, 127-117. to 117. But I was looking back at that, and after, so it's 71-71, after the first overtime, 81-81, 87-87, 98-98, 104-104, 110-110, 105-105, 110, and then Syracuse said, go F yourselves, 127-117. Um, but there are just, that's, that's probably the only thing missing out of conference final weekend. And that's just going to be there. That's just how it goes. That's part of the, uh, you know, the college breakup and all that, right? All the stuff. But, yeah. um, you know, we, we've also talked about, hey, if the Big 12 ends up with uh, Arizona and Gonzaga in a basketball, I mean, holy shit. You're adding Houston, Gonzaga, Arizona. Let's not forget about Cincy, who, you know, has been a good program. And they haven't been, you know, in a while in a in a top pro or top league. So I mean, their their shit's gonna go up. So I mean, the Big Twelve's the best right now. Shit, if you add, well, you're gonna add Houston, but you know, there's a good chance they are Zaga. We're starting to hear Arizona. I mean, Arizona State as well. But man, that that's phenomenal. So uh, and some of this stuff you're like, ah, that sucks. But some of it, it's like the conferences got better. So. It's kind of a mixture of anything, but I'll shut up, okay? Um, should we just get down to the, you know, to the nitty-gritty? And I'll say this. Um, although we don't, they're first-round games, play-in games, right? That's what we're looking at, just like the uh, NBA plan. And like I said, I don't need 96 teams. Uh, I'll take the 68 or whatever it is. I don't, I don't want to do the, the, the 96 that they're talking about. Uh, no. But Tuesday, Pitt, Mississippi, Battle of the 11 Seeds in the same Battle of 11 Seeds, Nevada versus uh, Arizona State. Hell of a way to get this journey going, my friend. It is. Those are those are two really good games. Uh, I do hope that Arizona State finds a way to win. Um, that team uh, made me money this year. I've enjoyed watching them play. Um, and I do think they're playing better basketball. Like I'll, I'll take Arizona State to win just because they they beat uh, Arizona a few weeks ago. Uh, they won a couple of games in the Pac-12, and Nevada was the one team where a few people were like, I wonder why they got in. They lost their last three. They didn't have much of a non-conference record. So yeah, hopefully Arizona State uh, gets another win for me this year. And for Pitt, Mississippi State, I think this is an accomplishment for Pitt. Um, since Capel's got there, they've slowly made progress year after year after year. This is maybe the best year he's had there, and they're kind of trending in the right direction. And for Mississippi State, um, the SEC, is, they have a lot of teams in turn this year, Chris, but uh, I'll be curious to see how they develop because we have, you know, a couple of teams that are dancing in the SEC. We're supposed to make the tournament when the season started, so how will they show out in the tournament will be interesting to see. Shoot, I was on mute there for a second. I don't know what the hell happened. But, yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, and let's see the final count. We, we talked about this a couple of times. The Big Ten and the SEC 
both have eight teams in. Now you do have to look at the size of those conferences. Um, the Big 12, seven. ACC, five. Big East, five. Pac-12, four. That Mountain West, four. West Coast, two. And the American, two as well. So we were, we, it turns out the Mountain West uh, tied with the Pac-12 and just one lower than the ACC Big East, no matter, you know, no matter or not. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I got to say, we pretty much did, you know, hit that, that, that. That's probably that type of stuff that would happen. And, and yeah, the Big Ten's down, but they're going to get teams in. Um, you know, just looking at it, the last four in, last four out, Mississippi State, Pitt, Arizona, Nevada, we just mentioned those. Oklahoma State, Rutgers, North Kakalaka, Clemson, which is the biggest shocker because you already talked about how, you know, um, your, your squad didn't deserve to be in there. I mean, the Rutgers was like number two for a while in in and out and looking pretty good, and then the, then the damn Gophers beat them. So that's your own fault. Um, and I'm a Gophers fan. Same with Clemson, though. They were lingering, remember, the whole year. And then that, uh, nope, nope. Um, and Oklahoma State, tough team down the stretch. Which of those four, or say maybe, maybe three, because we've already established Kakalaka. Let's say, do you think Rutgers should be in? Because if you lose to the Gophers, I don't know if you should get in. Uh, I think that Rutgers, you know? yeah, Rutgers, Oklahoma State were the other uh, two options instead of Nevada. Uh, yeah. Oklahoma State was obviously in the toughest conference in the country. So that's kind of their uh, way to play it. But they also didn't have a whole lot of impressive win. Like, they didn't have the best conference record in there. Like, if you had had a few more wins, you would have easily probably made it out of the Big 12. Um, and same with Rutgers. Like, you, you start off the year really hot. They were incredible at home. And they went through, like, a cold stretch there where their offense kind of, like, really lost their mojo. They had, like, a, I think they lost three out of four offensively they were in a funk. I remember one game they played Illinois where they like went on like almost like a 10-minute scoreless spell of the game in the second half at Illinois. Like, And they also lost to Nebraska. Like, it, Rutgers had a bad run. So, I, you know, obviously Nevada didn't do anything special either. So it's one of those things where this isn't the drama you have of a college football, who's the four, who's the five. Like, it, we're, we're debating between Rutgers – Oak State and Carolina, like those teams, all of them had a reason to miss. And I, I don't feel like really too strongly one way or another, because this was such a year of like parody in basketball, where if you're resume in second, Chris, you really only got yourself to blame. I do think the Gophers should have been higher up on the not get in. You know, that's just, maybe I'm, maybe I'm biased. I don't think. Fair I'm enough. Biased. Fair enough. Maybe I'm biased. Man, when they won that one game, I was like, oh shit, my here comes my here comes my gophers. Um, of course, I'm just kidding, guys. Um, okay, we're gonna start. And you can go right with us, guys. ESPN per usual. Um, NCAA bracket, right? A lot of people do the, the the tournament challenge, right? We're going the bracket, and we're starting in the south. Um, and you know, we'll just do pairs of games, right? As we go our our way down. I don't think Bama's losing in the first round. Uh, I know that you're going to talk about this, actually, uh, because we just talked about this uh, top eight thing here. Uh, Maryland, West Virginia, very good. Very good. Uh, Maryland finished the season very strong, considering how they started. And West Virginia, scrappy. But, you know, they were in the best conference. Um, but it's funny because Mark Furman, just kidding, I don't like that guy. Furman and Charleston are, like, up there as far as, like, top maybe five, I'd say, picks to win in the first round. And Seth Myers picked them both. Um, what says you about this? I mean, I could definitely see San Diego State and Virginia getting there. But um, what, what do you, how do you think this one breaks down here? Because um, – those games are interesting with San Diego State and Virginia because those are good teams, West Virginia and San Diego State, but, you know, they're not great per se. 
Yeah, for for Maryland West Virginia, you know, ah, that's that's tough because I Maryland was a good home team this year, but they were kind of like middle of the pack for the Big Ten the whole year. And you know, so it's like okay, you were a decent team, like you weren't super great, you weren't super awful, like you're average. And West Virginia, they were also kind of the bottom tier of the Big Twelve, where like that West Virginia, I feel like they're a decent team. But they were never in the talks of like the top five or six in the in the Big Twelve. So I think this is a good matchup. It's evenly, you know, it's a it's it's a close point spread. Um, all the talk you're hearing is that both these teams are super physical. Um, Bob Huggins, obviously a tournament coach, he seems to always certainly win a game in the tournament. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think these are two teams who are both shown in the bottom of strong conferences. I'll take West Virginia. Um, and for the bottom tier, Chris, it's a, a, a huge matchup difference of styles. Uh, everyone seems to be liking Furman, um, for a, a trendy pick. Uh, I will, uh, join that and take Furman, uh, with an upset just cause we got to pick some. So I'll take Furman to, and you don't uh, like Virginia. So that's part of it too. Yes. And actually I'll, I'll be down there in Orlando for those games. So I will take Furman to pull off an upset. Um, I, so for that match, Furman loves to shoot threes, Virginia is going to want to play, you know, a half court style. So it's which style will win out. And yeah. same thing, brother for San Diego state, Charleston, Charleston loves to play a high pace, high scoring Jack threes game. San Diego state, much similar to Virginia wants to play a slow down half court style. So I do love the matchups for these to where you have two really good mid-major teams in Charleston and Furman who probably no one's seen play this year who love to jack it up and play like crazy. And then Virginia and San Diego State are literally the polar opposites. Uh, so I'll take Bama to win. Hell, I'll take Bob Huggins. So you don't I, even know the 16. You're just going to take Bama? Damn. Yeah, I, 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 I got that much swag. Well, speaking of Virginia, <laughs> uh, so I'll take uh, Roll Tide. Uh, West Virginia, and I'll I'll take one of the two upsets. I will take um, Furman, and I think San Diego State. I, I think they snapped the Mountain West dry spell. I think San Diego State gets a dub, and they win for the top half of the South bracket, my friend, on Thursday. So we were just talking about this too. You know, the Mountain West four teams in this year. You know, it's been. Can you document this for us, sir? They've had a little, you know, they've had good non-conferences, good conference run, and then kind of fallen off lately. Yeah, they have. You know, last year the Mountain West made it to the uh, the big dance, and they went 0-4. <clears throat> and the year prior they went 0-2. So for your past two years in the big dance, your conference has overall gone 0-6. So – were they a strong conference this year? Yes. Obviously, uh, Boise, Utah State, San Diego State, you know, they're, they're in the tournament. They, they deserved it. They, they had a really strong showing. But if you're listening to podcasts, looking for a gambling angle or just looking for someone to maybe pick or fade, I got to imagine a lot of people are going to want to fade them out to the West again, just because, you know, what do you know? And Nevada was the 14 man of the team that was literally the last pick of the tournament. Will they show up? Like I, and they, I guess until they do, Chris. Besides San Diego State, a team like a Nevada, a Utah State, Boise State, they really don't have a pedigree. At least to give San Diego State credit, like that that team, like when they had Kawhi, like San Diego State's made yeah. some runs. Like I, I'll tip the captain. They normally, and they've had some like Hall of Fame coaches. They, they have a good ass team. Or I don't know Hall of Fame, but like really legit, proven college coaches. Um. But the other three, it's like, huh, like, do you fan them again? And you maybe have to until they can win some games because it's just the Mountain West. They, they've, they've been, they've been struggling. So maybe they will snap their cold streak of 0 and 6 the last two years. Maybe not. But uh, again, besides San Diego State, be a little weary if you're picking someone, uh, from the Mountain West because they've, they've had some issues showing up lately in the dance. And with that said, I like Charleston to upset San Diego State, and I'm um, – I don't think they're going to go over, though, uh, you know, the Mountain West. And I'm going with 
the University of Virginia, the, the Cavaliers, I believe. Okay, um, okay. I got them. I got Virginia. Uh, moving on. And then I have um, – oh, and then I got West Virginia as well uh, because, you know, they uh, they beat K-State. K they beat <laughs> Iowa State. And although they did lose to Kansas in the tourney, a few games before that, they, it was a really, really tight game. Now, do we just pick straight up to the Sweet 16 right now so we remember what the hell we were doing? We can if you want to. Yeah, yeah might as well. Yeah, might as well. For, uh, maybe you sure. will, but I'll forget this shit. I got you, yeah. Um, so I got Virginia beating Charleston, and uh, I got Bama. Okay. Yeah, I got Bama getting past Bob Huggins. and Bobby. And I'll I'll have one double digit. I'll I'll take Furman to sneak past Virginia and San Diego State for a little bit of a crazy pick. So Furman to play Bama after the first uh, weekend in the South. Yeah. Dang, look at you. Look at you. So Creighton, NC State, NC State, Clemson, right? Clemson beat them uh, two times. A lot of people were freaking out about that. Which I understand, I get it. Um, Creighton, who's, man, was playing really good there. They kind of have fallen off a little bit. Baylor, obviously there, looked damn good. Did, you know, their leading scorer did get hurt with the ankle. We think he's going to be back. Um, I, You know, I, I think they'll win this game. I do think Creighton and Baylor will win these games. Um, Mizzou, Utah State, Arizona-Princeton. Uh, Seth Meyers says it's 1995 with Princeton, and they're going to beat Oakland or whatever year that was, 94. The Princeton offense, and now the backdoor cuts, they got them again. Um, so I, I got Zona, and this is where I'm going to go. I like Missouri, but I'm going Utah State. That's the win. That gets them off the schneid, my friend. I got Zona, Utah State, Baylor. So unfortunately, I, I was on on this podcast throughout the last few weeks making Final Four picks. Um, it's the most wonderful time. Oh, sorry. Well, sadly, one of my Final Four picks can't even make the Sweet Sixteen, which is very frustrating. I'm happy I didn't put money down because my Final Four picks I had Baylor and Creighton going Final Four. Um, one of them is guaranteed to be bounced out before the weekend's over, Chris. So thank God I didn't wager a couple. Like, oh, 100 bucks on Baylor, 100 bucks on Crane, Final Four. Uh, nope, they, they, they might play each other, so son of a bitch. <laughs> with that being said, I obviously have to stick with my chalk picks. I'm going to take Creighton and Baylor to both win. I will take Mizzou to be Utah State. I think that's going to be a really fun, high-scoring game. Utah State does shoot the ball really well at three. But Missouri had a nice show in the SEC tournament. And, again, if we're comparing conferences, I think that Missouri is just more tested and proven from the SEC this year than Utah State got in the Mountain West. And if Utah State wants to roll with Mizzou, cool. Like, that's kind of how they want to play. So that should be a fun-ass game. But I'll take Mizzou Tigers, and I will take Arizona. So um, to knock out one of my final four teams, oh, good Lord. And both have been faltering down the stretch. Oh, Jesus. Um, now this guy, he picked up a couple of weeks ago. He's already bailing on the team. Dude. Well, damn. Well, well, I got, I got, I, no one's got to, one's got to lose already. Uh, I, by the way, for the record, Ukula now, you picked Ukula before me on the podcast. So I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Uh, well, at least Ukula's not the two seed. It could, Arizona was there too. It could have been. I could have had three of my four teams all within the same half region. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That would have been really special. You should have done uh, this in December. We would have forgotten all about it. <laughs> uh, I will take – God. I'll take – I got Creighton. Baylor and Zona. How about that? Okay. I'll, I'll take there. I'll take Creighton and Zona. Okay. I like that. I like that. You got you to gotta represent. You got to represent. Yep. Um, I think Purdue will move on. Uh, man, this Memphis FAU, now remember, 54, what is it, 54% of the time, um, 
the nine seed wins. Um, yeah, what was it, 26 and 22? Oh, no, that was the 11 seed. Um, Memphis coming in hot, but, man, there's just something about this FAU team ever since uh, the football coach left that they've just been more positive about them. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I got Memphis. I got Memphis, and, you know, I'm going chalk on this one. I'm going Purdue, Memphis, the Dukies, who – how did they do in the ACC uh, tournament? The, 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 the Coach K Invitational? Oh, yeah, they always <laughs> represented. You know that. You know that. <laughs> but they did win the Coach K invite. <laughs> they right? did. Okay. That's their pride and joy. Yes, you're right. So you're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> our Raging Cajuns are in there. I got, I'm going Chuck, Tennessee. All right. I'm boring on this one. Uh, I'm definitely going to pick Oral Roberts just because, yes, it's, it's Faden Duke. And they still got their stud guard, Amos, from last year. Yeah, no, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Especially okay. if you don't believe in Duke. Okay, if you don't believe in Duke to the Sweet 16, which of late they look better, but this season it's shaky, that's a good pick. Uh, and I'll take Tennessee, even though losing that guard Ziegler could hurt them. I think they'll get past their Asian Cajuns. Um, I'll take Purdue to win, like you said. Uh, Ivy's or uh, Edie's going to be a huge issue for a round one game. And yeah, they're not going to. Yeah, and I will take I'll take Memphis. Um, I this is kind of a side ramp, but there's a like a long time like Vegas gambler. Um, he's on a bunch of podcasts named like Alan Boston. Every year he goes on a podcast and complains about how the committee will love to put mid majors against each other, uh, and like kind of to strike one out. And he kind of docks that every year. And his one of his main points this year was is that FAU is a really good team this year. Like they went thirty one and four. Like they deserve to have a run, but of course, what do they do? They pin them up against Memphis. So it's one of those things where if you kind of look over it, like a lot of times the, and his point of it is, Chris, is the fact that for the NCAA tournament, it's about money. And the deeper the blue bloods run for you in tournaments, the, the, the better it is for television. But so every year he kind of pins, points out about how like a lot of mid-majors have tough matchups. And one of his points this year was, he's like, you know, well, first of all, you put Memphis and FAU are two good teams. In an 8-9, and you 8-9 against each other, FAU had a great year. So it's kind of one of those things where, huh, when you think about it, it's damn. They, well, they don't have to prove it, is what he's saying. They don't have to prove it in the tournament. They they should already be in. in no, he just, he just, he, I, his point is, is that when, when you have some teams that are like mid-majors who have great years, let them play a team from a non-mid-major, like let them play a top five conference team. You know, instead right of mid majors okay. against yeah against so each it's other, like proving it that way instead of proving it against another solid mid major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when when two mid majors play against each other, well, boom, one's already guaranteed out. It's like, well, damn. And and to give to, to the that point, part of not playing in a major. I mean, don't you you know? Well, I think I think his 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 other point is that some of the power ratings of these some of these mid major teams. Who sure. are like they should be ranked higher, you know. So again, the eight nine seats convenient. So yeah. With that being said, I think it's it somewhere be, in between. But I, I think he makes a good point. Yeah, and, and we go longer than that. We will save it for another day. Um, I will take Memphis. I it should be a fun, another fun up tempo game like Mizzou and Utah State. And hey, remember last year Memphis was up nine on Gonzaga at half. So. Yeah. Um, I, I will take, and I know that they lost some players, but I'll take Memphis to knock off Purdue. And, God, this, this is going to be complete insaneness. But I'll take Memphis to win and Oral Roberts wins. So you're going to have an 8-12. I'll, I'll be a little crazy here. I'll go Seth Davis on it. I'll take Memphis and Oral Roberts to make the Sweet 16 out of the top of the East. That's a little you insane. You might go but, hey, Seth Myers on it instead of te- Seth But Davis. Tennessee – Tennessee, they're, they've struggled to score all year. You're going to play yeah, a no, Roberts that can chuck it? Or, hell, I would take Duke against Tennessee, too. But I'll take, yeah, Memphis or Roberts in the Sweet 16, and that would definitely bust some brackets. I have – this is – I'm going off chalk, dude. I'm going Duke. <laughs> I got Purdue and Duke to uh, go on to the Sweet 16. Purdue, see – 
Purdue, so you're you're going to knock Purdue out this early because you know you already told them they they didn't they barely meet make Sweet Sixteens, right? They made just one or something like that. You, you <laughs> spreaded that misinformation. Yep, yep, like yep. Uh, Fox News or something like that. What the hell, dude? No, that's good. All right, uh, Kentucky Providence, big time matchup there. I'm picking Providence. Um, Kansas State, Montana State. At the three four, Michigan State, USC. A lot of people people picking USC. Uh, Marquette, Vermont. I'm gonna go do, 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 Providence. Uh, the Wildcats from Kansas State. Gonna go. I'm going with the coach. Okay, I'm going with the coach in the tournament. Michigan State and then Marquette. <coughs> All right. So I love. And I'm bringing Julie. Marquette along. I'm bringing Marquette along. Hey, that would be Shaka's first tournament win, and he's lost his last five tournament games. So that would be Shaka's first win in a minute. Uh, <clears throat> but I do think Marquette, the way the year they had, I don't think they slip up this year. So I'll take Marquette. I will take USC. Um, I love Ed Cooley. He's one of my favorite coaches in college basketball. I love Providence. I love them at home. But – Man, the way they finished the year looked rough. Like, this was the Providence team that you could tell lost a lot of their veteran leadership from last year. They finished the year looking rough. Uh, obviously, Coach Cal has his own issues, too, come term time. Like, you know, but I will take Kentucky, and I'll go a little chalkier. I'll go K-State as well, even though I don't think they have a true uh, – I, I should say I don't think they're point guard. Uh, you can always trust. But, yeah, so I got Kentucky, K-State. USC Marquette. Uh, I will take USC to sneak into the Sweet 16 and USC to play Kansas State, my friend. All righty. You kind of broke up. I think it was on my side. Can you repeat what you said? Yeah. Uh, I have uh, K-State knocking off Coach Cal in Kentucky, and I got Number 10, Marquette, sending Shaka home after one win, but he ain't going to get two. K-State against the USC uh, Troy Soldiers from L.A. Wow, okay. So, yeah, I got Marquette in, uh, in K-State. Um, moving on to the Midwest, um, we got Houston. I think we'll both get them on. Iowa-Auburn. Yeah. Auburn started out good, kind of fell off, looked a little tougher down the stretch. Iowa's really come on, had some big wins uh, down the stretch. Kind of an interesting matchup there, kind of a 50-50. I'm going to go Iowa. Uh, Miami Drake and Indiana-Kent State. Now, Kent State, we got the 5-12, the 4-13. Kent State's been talked about a lot. You know, they had a really close, and yeah, they lost, but they had close losses to the Zags and the Cougars, actually, in Houston. So I'm going to go Kent State. That's my 13-4 to upset there. I'm going to go um, Iowa. I'm going Chalk other, otherwise. Miami, Iowa, and Houston. Okay. I will take Houston. Uh, I think they I think they walked through this first weekend. Um and I will take Auburn just because they're playing in Birmingham, which is obviously, uh, like, I think it's, I think the rule is you got to be like 80 minutes away from your stadium. I think it's like 90 or like 100 miles. So I'll take Auburn with the home crowd. <clears throat> obviously, Iowa can score 80, but they can give up 95. So I'll take War Eagle against Houston. Um, I think the one fear of Miami is their center, like, rolled his ankle against Duke uh, in the yes. ACC. So. Yep. I think if he's and, and to give, but aside from that, like Larinaga always does really good in the tournaments with the Hurricanes, so I do think the Miami yeah, so wins. He's just got to get in the tourney, right? And then yeah. he does good. His track record, and he's a coach that you don't really hear much about, but he probably is like a legit top fifteen coach in the nation. Like every so, and my, showed his record against Virginia, Duke, and North Carolina. Since <laughs> it's fucking impressive. And, and it's like Miami, you're, and you love your Hurricanes, but you're a football school. Like, but that the way that I mean, that dude's a hell of a coach. I don't love so, the Miami basketball team. So. I will take the Hurricanes to beat Drake, and but uh, people like Drake, but I'll take them uh, to lose. 
People and, really like Drake because he, he can rap and he can sing. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, freaking Canadian who took a damn way a damn title for my Warriors. Um, <laughs> and uh, if Clay doesn't hey, care, he Jason. Was put big money on Jake Paul the other week. He, he, he did, yeah. <laughs> Clay doesn't tear his ACL, man, I'm telling you. But, uh, and I'm going to take Indiana just because they have the best, best player on the court. Trace Jackson Davis, the dude's yeah. an effing stud. Oh. Now, again, can't say it's a training team, but you, you, you'll, you'll realize this, though. If you're filling out a bracket, if you listen to, like, five different podcasts like I do or watch a bunch of different shows or talk to my friend like I'm talking to Chris, like, everyone's going to have an upset pick, yeah. but you can't, you can't pick all of them. Like, exactly. Furman's a trendy pick. Kent State's a trendy pick. Charleston's a trendy pick. So, like, some of these trendy picks will hit. We we know that. But if you go trendy pick on your whole bracket, it's going to kind of fall to shambles. you got to be picky with your trendy pick. So I will take, hopefully, uh, Trace Jackson Davis to get a, a win past Kent State. And then I will go Houston to get past Auburn. Houston's a good effing team uh, that – the guy that Alan Boston, that longtime gambler, he he has Houston rated as the number one team in the whole tournament. So I know right. there's a bit of a debate between uh, should have Houston been ahead a of Kansas because Houston was overall number two, number two one, and I know a lot of people said uh, Kansas was the number three one, and they thought it could have been flipped because of all the wins KU had in conference. But I guess in Vegas power rankings. Uh, Houston was above KU due to power rankings. So, obviously, a different right. conference. But anyway. The Big 12 really does it for me in the amount of wins they have. And that's completely fair. Wins, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they have beat them head-to-head, you know? And don't get me wrong. Like, they 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 beat St. Mary's. They beat, you know, uh, some good teams in the, Virginia. They beat Virginia. They beat some, they beat some good teams in the conference. But I still think – that being in the you know being in the best conference in the country, it just got to mean something for yeah. seedings anyway. For I agreed, agreed. Um, so I'll take Houston to beat uh, Auburn, and I'll take the tournament tested coach in Larinaga and to sneak his team into the Sweet 16. Obviously, you want to check the injury stats on their center because he is a big piece of their team. But yeah. I, I still think they find a way to get it done. Well, well, hell, especially against Trace Jackson Davis, that could be a really vital yeah, piece. Yeah, it's that, funny. I picked Kent State, but if Indiana's there, I might pick them against Miami, but I can't. So I got the Canes and the Cougs uh, moving sure. on to the Sweet 16 thing. Um, <laughs> Iowa State, uh, they're taking uh, – we're in the – where are we in the, the Midwest? So that's the uh, – Mississippi, Mississippi State Pit. Pit, which is a great game. Um, I'm picking the 11th seed there. Picking the 11th seed. Um, I got Xavier against the. Isn't it Kennesaw State's first? Uh, is it their second ever or first ever tournament run? It's their first ever, isn't it? <coughs> now, first or second? Yeah, it's, second it's, I think. Because I swear okay. to God, I've seen that. Yeah. No. Well, I think it is their first. Man, I'm I'm misinformed here. I am complaining to you about Purdue. But um, actually, yeah, we said it last week. Anyway, they, they, you know, good run. Nice to know you. But you're getting hey, first Xavier. ever. You're right. First, first ever, ever tournament ever. appearance. And their first ever loss in the tournament. <laughs> Xavier, and then Xavier, and then uh, you got I got Texas moving on against uh, the the two faced and Colgate, and then A uh, and Penn State. Great matchup on paper. But shouldn't A and M be a little higher than this? <laughs> yeah, because no? you you finished second in the uh, SEC, had a good SEC tournament run. That seven seed really doesn't make sense at all. I, I'm with you on that, brother. Beat like Bama, you beat Tennessee, you beat Missouri, you beat Auburn. They're in the damn thing. Um, the only thing Auburn I heard twice. that. The only thing I heard that was the knock on them was they the had a really, twice too. I didn't realize that. Sorry, keep talking. Yeah, their, their one knock was they had a really soft non-conference schedule. So they, I mean, the the committee must have really hammered them for you that. You know what it was? It's they lost. They got their ass kicked by Col- I forgot about that. They started out the season horrendously. <laughs> they lost yeah. to Boise State. Lost a tight one to 
Yeah, so they have two nondescript. They lost, well, you know, I'm not trying to rip Wolford. You know, we've seen them around. Uh, but, yeah, Car- yeah, th- those are two bad non-conferences. I take it back. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, I'll take Iowa State. Um, that team, when they show it, is a very good team. I'll take Xavier. I've watched them all year. I hope they don't get bounced out round one. I don't think they will. They they, they had a really good appearance in the uh, Big East. Um, unfortunately, Fremantle ain't coming back. That was a piece I feel that would help them make a deeper run. Yeah. <clears throat> but a, a foot surgery, ankle injury did him in, which is unfortunate. He's a big piece of that team. And then I will take Penn State. Uh, they're one of the top like five three-point shooting teams in the country. So I will take them just to pull off an upset. Again, we, we just said A&M is a good team, but I'll, I'll take Penn State just to get a little crazy on threes. And Texas, yeah. who I've ripped all year for lack of offense. But, hey, they're, they, despite their offensive issues, they can play any two style, seed. my friend. They can play any style you they want. They can play fast or slow, which is rare. I'll give any out of veteran and guard. And they got another shooter coming. He's start, the average is going up on the other yeah. guy <laughs> So with that said, I will take I'll take Texas to get to the Sweet 16. I think that journey ends there, but I'll take Texas to get out of the opening weekend. And hey, to give that coach credit with the way the year started with the allegations, oh yeah, you gotta give him a, give him a job. Uh, I obviously he he was able to regroup the team. Uh, props to him. And so I'll take Texas, and I think Texas will play Xavier. I'll be cheering loudly for Xavier in the state of Texas the following weekend. So, yeah, I got Texas against Xavier. Chalk. I got A&M, but I got Texas. I got Texas beating A&M. Um, and I picked uh, the, ele- you know, the, the 11th the Mississippi State or Pitt, and I'm really stuck on this because I can just see it, you know, without their guy and flashing his numbers, without their guys on the bench, without their guy. They're still going to get to the sweep. That just tells you a lot about the program. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to – I might regret this. I'm going, Xavier. I do think they'll make it to the Sweet 16. Um, but, man, there's just – Mississippi State can defend. Pitt's pretty solid, but I am going to go Xavier. Uh, so, I got uh, Xavier in Tejas, Texas, in to the Sweet 16. All right, one more down, and then we're out. We're going to the West. Uh, Rock Chalk moved to the Elite Eight. In fact, I'm just putting them in the Sweet 16. How do you like that? Arkansas, Illinois, this is a good matchup. Very good matchup. I'm going to pick the nine here. Um, I think it's, you know, like 32.5 minutes of hell, not 40 minutes of hell. I was just talking about this on a Twitter space the other day, 40 minutes of hell. Um and then St. Mary's, VCU, UConn, Iona. I, oh, God. This is mm, – uh, man. Well, I, I picked the first two games. I'm going to – let me just stay on the fence for a little bit. My <laughs> jeans are stuck on the fence. I can't help it. I will take KU. I, I, if, if Howard wins, holy shit, I'll be drinking all day. Did you see – you can hear it in his voice. I'll pick a number as a number one seed against the <laughs> Okay. It pains me to say it. Uh, and then, man, I'm honestly surprised Arkansas made the tournament. Like, they were bottom tier SEC, like, almost the whole effing season. So, but Musman, their head coach, has a way of having some tournament fun. That, that he's, he's he, you know, he's that, he's a, Fiery coach, they, they they love to put them on the commercials. Uh, so I think they pull out a win. Illinois, I think they're one of those teams that really benefits from the home court. Uh, they had some rough appearances down the stretch. I saw, so I'll take Arkansas against KU. Uh, I also said, man, the way St. Mary's played this year, again, mid-major against a mid-major, that's damn NCAA. Why can't you play against like a, a, a big five team? Uh St. Mary's has two good guards and a good big, and they're, I think they're a good-ass team this year. So I'm going to stick to my guns, even though VCU is a good-ass team, too. I'm going to take St. Mary's to win. And UConn against Rick Pitino. Um, well, there are some rumors Rick Pitino is going to be in the Big East again next year uh, with uh, the St. John's, my, my St. John's Red Storm. So maybe he's maybe singing out the door. But 
UConn started the year super hot, became ranked number two, lost six out of seven, fell apart, finished the year super hot. So I'm going to take UConn to play St. Mary's and KU to play Arkansas. Um, after that, I will gladly pick uh, Arkansas to upset KU, even though I think they had trash here, just because this is our show, and KU has <laughs> known to have some early exits, one may say. So, and again, this KU team, they're a defensive-based team, kind of like Arkansas. This is an Arkansas team who two weeks ago was up 10 at, uh, against Bama at home in Tuscaloosa. So I think that they make a good style against them, not calling it a guaranteed upset. But for my bracket, I'll pick it. Arkansas knocks off KU. And Why am I drawing a blank on the team that – was it Northern Iowa? Oh, the uh, Ali Rukmanash. Dropped like oh, yeah. the cockiest three-pointer on the earth. And God damn, UConn, UConn St. Mary's shit. Uh, I think UConn's, I, I know I, I said St. Mary's is going to be a sweet 16 team, but I think UConn's just playing better basketball at this time. And they got that big in Sonogo. They got the guards. They're, they're, they're trending upwards. So I will take UConn and Arkansas to advance to the sweet 16 from the top half of the West bracket. Now, I don't believe in his son, but Senior Patino, God, that's just got a ring to it. I've heard Iona has, like, actually, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I don't know. It's too nice of a school. To... No, they got, they got strippers in the dorms, okay? So, Iona is going to upset as a 13 seed, okay? St. Mary's is going to beat them. Kansas St. Mary's, man. That's who I got. Get your $1 bills ready. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Going down in Iona. Hey, that, that, uh, hey, if you focus. Yep. And to wrap up the bottom the, player, the thing is, the players can use their own money now. Hey, uh, see yeah. what I'm saying? You don't have to have True. somebody else rent them for them. The players uh-huh. can use their legal money now on Nightlife Entertainment. Man, that's like the best thing. Of the, okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. And to wrap up the bottom half and wrap up our predictions for this opening week, weekend. <clears throat> um, now, TCU, the only thing that's scared, and people love that team, but when I've watched them play, Chris, my only fear for down the road is that they don't have a true point guard. When it comes down to close games, well, you watch their offense, it goes to shit, in my opinion. When healthy, so, they're a tough son of a bitch. They, they are. They're a good team. They just win it. If, if it gets to close time games, expect them to fall just because it, they just don't have a true point guard. But it's still a good-ass team. So so ASU Nevada got a shot? Uh, That's who I, it is, I, right? I, I, yes, and I hope my Sun Devils get through. That team won me a ton of money this year, so I'll be cheering for them. I do think that TCU gets past the first round, yes. I do think Gonzaga just runs Grand Canyon out the gym. Uh, Grand Canyon is an up-tempo, high-scoring team, but I don't think they have the skill set. Sounds great. It it does. Yeah, hey, Gonzaga, cool. Hey, you want to run with us? Bet. So I'll take TCU Gonzaga. Who did probably finish the the, the year, we got to say. They whooped the shit. They treated them like a – well, I'm not even going to put it that way, but they Gonzaga did look good down the stretch. They beat up St. Mary's. And, and that's I'll, another reason why I think St. Mary's is pissed now. True, yeah. And I'll take Ukla to uh, win their game against UNC Asheville. And I will pick my one Mountain West team. And I do think that – well, actually, I'd pick San Diego. My second Mountain West team, I think Boise State beats Northwestern. Uh, I know Northwestern finished second in the Big Ten this year. But second was like a half game for me, like eighth or ninth. So <laughs> I I do think that just on the year, I think Boise State had a bit of a better year than Northwestern. I now watch. I think the Gophers are the only team that didn't that weren't stuck on that uh, eleven and eight thing or whatever it was. <laughs> Otherwise, the whole other part of the conference was. So that gives me Boise State, UCLA. I think UCLA definitely advances. That is my one other Final Four team, along with my coast. And yeah, he stinked me last week. I, remember that. I do think that TCU's 
Man, goddamn. Because Gonzaga's not the same Gonzaga, in my opinion. I'm going TCU to beat Gonzaga. I got Northwestern. You know, Ukula, I got Ukula. TCU, Ukula, moving on. And I will you, you take. You were shaky. You were in between, so I had to take it. Yeah, I, I respect that. Thank you. Uh, damn it. Oh, hell, what are we? Oh. I, yeah, I gotta right. go. I gotta go Gonzaga. I, TCU's point guard issues bite him in the butt there. So I, I would have uh, a, a relatively, yeah, a really chalk. Well, actually not so. K. Yeah, K- it's not really yeah. chalk though. You've been pretty good at it. I've been yeah. chalk king. I mean, relatively speaking, of course, we both. But you know what I'm saying. So I, I, I do love because we, we went, we went back and forth on a very large handful of matches. Normally, I do think that when we do these prediction shows, it's the second week where it gets a little tough. Chris, there was a lot of like really tough matches this opening week, so I think we're going to be in for a, a hell of a first four days, man. I, I We can even decide which we thought was the toughest region to get out of. So That's what I want to talk about real quick. What is it? I mean, this is tough. A lot of people say, oh, Bama's got the easiest path. Eh, I don't know about that. Um, is the West toughest? I mean... What says you about this, man? I, so I'll say this. I do think that Bama's top half of their bracket, like before, if they get to the Elite Eight, like that I think is easy. I think they have, so if if you split your bracket in half, okay, I do think they have the easiest half. But um, overall, this the bottom half of that bracket, though, Creighton, Arizona, Baylor, um, that's the pretty – I think they, they have a stronger, like, a two – Yeah, a tougher path once you get Yeah, a two, three, and a six. Those two, three, and sixes can cash in, you know. Right. <clears throat> so, if you're looking at Houston, okay, Houston's got – I would say we both agreed a pretty strong, easy path to the lead eight. Yeah. And then – but, like, a Texas or a Xavier, like, to me, that doesn't quite compare to Trayton, Baylor, and Arizona when yeah. they're all clicking. So, I'd say the Midwest is the easiest. I'm, I'm with. Yeah, I would agree on. Right, I would agree with you on that. Finished. Yeah. I tried to take credit. We both. Yeah. So and is then, the West the toughest then? Or, or you, you know, because you do make a good point about uh, about the South, especially if Baylor's healthy. That, that gets yeah, rough quick. Yeah, I, man, I, I, the South is the the bottom half of the South is freaking loaded, which almost seems hot like teams unfair. Coming in. I, I know. Yeah. I mean, Ukla's hot. If they don't. Zags know, are hot. They don't press, hot. Zags are hot. I mean. <clears throat> St. Mary's is a good ass team. Like, actually, I, I think you're right. I think the West is. Yeah. I TCU win. They're clicking. Yeah. I think I think you got to tip the cap to the West because, yeah, I'm with you. They they have top to bottom that. Yeah, that that's a that's a that's a freaking beast. Yeah, I'll go I'll go west is most difficult. All right. Any any last words? Otherwise, uh let's let's get out of here. I'm looking at my notes. Oh, Purdue just in general, four for four in their last eight games did get it together, but man, they haven't made a final four since nineteen eighty. Marquette, nine straight games. I'm not gonna, well, hey, I'm picking Marquette to the final four. I, 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 we're not gonna pick tonight because we only do the first two rounds, but I, I gotta sure. get my second pick in. Does that count? Because they haven't even yeah, started playing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. Right? So I gotta get my second team in there. Ukula and Marquette. Okay. And but I, otherwise, I had... we're not gonna add teams later because that's on some bullshit. Because now yeah. that we know the matchups and all that, um, it's not, you know, so yeah. That, that's the other team I uh All right. I should have just named it last week. Well, and I have Creighton and Baylor, who I hope play each other this weekend. <laughs> Fucking A. And <laughs> Ukula. So, uh, yeah, that, man, it's, it's going to be a fun. The, the Saturday and Sundays of this week is going to be a lot of fun. Because even if you notice the point spreads, like – there's a lot of there's a ton of single digit point spreads. Even like I think like Duke is like minus five, like Virginia is minus six and a half. Like a lot of blue blood teams, you see which are normally like automatic double digits. If it's like a five twelve or a thirteen and a four, are like between like a five and seven point range. 
So that's Vegas' way of saying, hey, our power rankings have these teams closer than used to. So it's going to be a badass weekend. And Chris and I will be back Monday with a bunch of fun to recoup and just review. And hopefully I get to see Duke lose in person when I go to Orlando. The boys are out tonight. Have a good one. Stay safe. Peace.